0: The news events are all in and throughout our headlines. Prophecy happening all the time. Do you know what to look for? We'll answer this question while taking your calls on today's edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. And wow, like I said, the, the news headlines are full of prophetic events. But the question is a lot of people don't even know what to look for. And it is very important because we're living just prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, a lot of people are simply walking through life, not paying any attention to it. And what a travesty that is. That just, you know, hey, I'm dealing with inflation and gas prices and food prices and all the world economic forum and the world government, the world religion and all these different things are happening. uh, But I'm just focused on my life. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with the Bible says, occupy till I come. Yes, we do have to live our life, but wouldn't it be better to understand Bible prophecy and to know what we're facing, so things I should avoid, things I should be a part of, to help my friends, family, and sphere of influence make it through the times that we're living in now and the ones that are just ahead. It's very, very important. Now, I will be taking your calls today. The number to reach me, 1-877-363-8463, and I've got some open lines, so if you'd like to call, uh, I'll take your calls at any time. I was thinking about today, I was going through the news, and there's so much in the news, but if you don't understand the Bible prophecies, I can go through several news articles and you'd say, wow, that's crazy information, but what is it? how does it pertain to me? So what I thought I would do here, until we got some calls, is I would go through some proofs that the end time are now. We say that all the time. I mean, this is end time ministries. This is the end of the age radio program. We say we're living in the end time. However, can we prove that? Well, I wanted to give you a list, if I have time, of several things that are prophesied for the end time that are in the process of happening right now. Number one. Now, the Bible prophesies, Revelation 9, verse 13 through 16, of a war that will emanate from the Euphrates River region. And World War III... The Bible says it will kill one-third of the world's population. So, there's a lot of talk about World War III right now, right? I mean, uh, with Nancy Pelosi going to China, and China's all up in arms over it, and China wants to take back ta- Taiwan. I mean, Nancy Pelosi going to Taiwan. And you look at this, and from if you didn't know Bible prophecy, you would think, hey, this has got the makings of World War III, right? I mean, a lot of people... When Russia and Ukraine, when that kicked off, a lot of people said, oh, here's World War III, or they even said, here's, here is the Battle of Armageddon. However, I didn't think that it was, because the Bible says it will emanate out of the Middle East region, the Euphrates River region, housed in Turkey, Syria, Iraq, and Iran. So a lot of people are already saying that, well, if Nancy Pelosi goes to Taiwan and China's all up in arms. It's going to be World War III. All I can tell you is that the Bible says World War III will emanate out of the Euphrates River region. Turkey, Syria, Iraq, and Iran. And it has been for decades now the most volatile region on the planet. Now, I know that Russia and Ukraine's going on. I know that the potential for the China-Taiwan situation is going to be if if it goes into a war type scenario horribly volatile situation however if you understand Iran wants to implement sharia law globally that's their goal it's a religious thing to them and so they see Israel and the United States in the way of them doing that plus they hate the sunni muslims so they're wanting to get a nuclear weapon and they have, I mean, that's what the JCPOA has been all about, to, to keep them from getting a nuclear weapon, even though it would have, there was sunset clauses allowing them to get a nuclear weapon anyway. But the thing is, is that the Bible says it will emanate from that region right there. And so that's what we watch all the time, these scenarios. And the Bible says there's a war coming out of that region. So this is something you need to be watching for in the news What's coming? How can I prepare for these things? Because there is a World War III scenario that's going to happen. The Bible prophesies it, and the prophecies always come to pass. So that's something absolutely that you should be watching for uh, in the end time. Now, I've got several of them here, but I'm going to get to the phones because I want to make sure that we get to as many calls today as possible because today is your day. And the number to reach me again one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. So let's go to um, Jules in Washington. God bless Jules. Welcome to End of the Age.
1: Hello, Dave. Thank thank you for taking my call. Yes. Uh, China. Uh, based on your knowledge, I know you are expert in Bible knowledge, in um, information, things like that. Uh, China is not mentioned in the Bible. At the end times, based on your perspective or knowledge, what do you? Where, where would China be? Best based on your guess. Is it possible that China would make a war to U.S. and loss? Is it possible that one third of the population will uh, will die on Earth? Based upon that uh war china with the u.s not uh thinking about the war from the middle east that's my question thank you so much i'll take off one on the phone here yeah okay so
0: yeah number one china in the bible china is not mentioned in the bible other than well some people say well in revelation 13 the the dragon is china that's simply not the case so i agree with you jules it's not mentioned there. However, the only other place China could be mentioned is when in this prophecy I just talked about, Revelation 9, verse 13 through 16, where the Bible says a war or an army of 200 million men will participate in this war. That could, that could be China because China can now field an army of military-age men of 200 million men. And so that could, even though it doesn't mention the China dragon, this 200 million man army could certainly be China. I'll finish answering your question when we get back from the break.
2: Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com future or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463.
3: Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine,
4: serving end time prophecy call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information
0: okay jules to finish answering your question then i got a few announcements here um China absolutely could be one of the armies that's involved in World War III. Because we know, like I said, because we know that the war will emanate from the Euphrates River region, it looks like that it's going to emanate out of that region there and spread out around the world. Now, you understand that China and Iran have a, a, a year or two ago, they signed a 25-year pact to work together on their economy, military, and many different aspirations, even their nuclear aspirations. And so China and Iran working together, China and Russia are allies of Iran, just like the United States is an ally of Israel. So if we, if Israel and the United States go to war with Iran over her nuclear aspirations... I promise you that would bring in China and Russia. But more importantly, China in this scenario. Because it looks like China, it appears, that China would be wiped out in this World War III scenario. Because we know that Russia, Turkey, Iran, they're all still going to be involved in the armies that come down against Israel at the Battle of Armageddon. Nothing is mentioned about China that's the population centers of the world over there, China and India, uh, the main population centers. And so it looks, it's highly likely China would be involved in that war and possibly be the majority of it wiped out. Now, I understand that's a that rolls off my tongue. I don't mean it to uh, because you're talking about a lot of people losing their lives. And there's a lot of gravity to that situation, but I want to just make sure Um, that we lay out the scenario as it looks like the Bible says it's going to happen. It does not mention China, but it specifically says there will be an army of 200 million soldiers that participate in that war. And there was a colonel, I can't remember his name, I've got it in our new DVDs. It's one of the new proofs that we have coming out in the new Understand the End Time series. And he he, um, provided a report to the military back in the late 90s that said, Talked about the size of China's standing army, which was like 2.6 million, but then he said they have another 200 million men of military age that they could put on the battlefield or field an army of 200 million soldiers. That's exactly what Revelation chapter 9, verse 13 through 16 says is going to happen. So it is highly likely that China would be involved in that, and it is very possible that she could suffer immense casualties and. Um, possibly be almost totally wiped out in that war. Uh, And the United States does have the nuclear firepower to do that. So, um, I don't want it to happen, but it is prophesied in Scripture. Okay, I hope that helped you out, Jules. Let's go straight to O.C. in Tennessee. God bless O.C. Welcome to End of the Age.
5: Hey, good afternoon. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Good. I have a question today. Yes, sir. About... Uh, well, it's about, I guess, you would say Mark thirteen thirty two, but the specific question is, after Jesus ascends to heaven and is enthroned, does he know the time of the second coming?
0: So does he know the time of the second coming?
5: Yes, after his ascension,
0: yes. After his ascension. Yes, yes. I believe that he does. Because yes. he's in his... He has assumed an immortal body at that point. He's went to heaven... And when we get to heaven, the Bible says we will know as He knows. So you know that Jesus was God in a fleshly form. And so when Jesus ascends into heaven, yes, He will know what time the second coming is going to happen. In His fleshly form, He did not. As God, He did. It's simply, you know that Jesus had a dual nature. As the fleshly form, He could get tired, he could get thirsty, he could get hungry, but as God, he could heal somebody of leprosy, raise the dead, and uh, heal, heal the blinded eye. So he had a dual nature. But when he takes on his immortal body and ascends into heaven, that's his, he, we will know as he knows. So yes, he will know.
5: Do you think Revelation chapter 1 verse 1 also confirms this?
0: Well, okay, let's read it for everybody. The revelation of Jesus Christ was God to give to him to show his servants things which must shortly take place, and he sent and signified it by his, his angel to his servant John. Does that confirm what, O.C.?
5: That would confirm that Jesus knew the, uh, the time because he told him it would shortly take place.
0: And it was given to him. Yeah, so the, the, the revealing of Jesus Christ, Revelation 1 1 is telling us what's going to occur in the book of Revelation. It's not specifically referring to the second coming of Jesus Christ.
3: But it's right. Re- so, what? It, be, yeah. So, in, coming, in, though, in the book of Revelation,
0: he's showing him, the, there are four accounts of the second coming of Jesus Christ. But I don't know if it's specifically referring to, yeah, I mean, it is referring to the second coming of Jesus Christ, the unveiling of Jesus Christ. But I don't know if it, I, I, I guess I don't understand your question. What, what are you trying to get out here?
5: I was just saying that it seems like if there was something that Jesus didn't know in his earthly ministry, that it, was, it, was, it is uh, shown to us in uh, Revelation.
0: Well, okay, so that's correct, but now you qualified it. In his earthly ministry, there are things that he would that he didn't know because he was in a limited form. However, as God, the dual nature, that's like I said, as Jesus Christ, he could get thirsty, but yet as God, he could turn around and heal somebody of leprosy. So when he uh, when he left his fleshly form and ascended into heaven, then yes, he absolutely would know. All things, just like we will when we take on our immortal body. Okay, thank you for the answer. Absolutely. Thank you much for the call, my friend. Okay, let's go to Joe in New York. God bless Joe. Welcome to End of the Age.
6: Hey, Dave, how are you?
0: You're doing tremendous, my friend. How are you?
6: Uh, getting old, sir.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we both are.
6: Yeah. One of the things about, you know, we we talk about prophecy... And uh, the dist, you know, the stuff that's going on in the distant countries, but I came, you know, I'm always reading all the news, looking for information, and um, online on FoxNews.com, there's an article that is titled "Billionaire Funding Group Taking Farmland Out of Production in Rural America," and I would like all of our brothers and sisters, and when you get a chance to read this, because there's foreign money going into there's a lot of details but just one aspect of it is that they are purchased 434,000 acres of productive land mm-hmm. and they're taking it out of production and these foreign it's another facet of these uh, of of the world system i think the elitist to try to bring the united states of america under compliance Bring us to our knees, affect our food production. Yeah. And as all of us know the prophecies, even a little old man like me that doesn't get out of this house much anymore, we are intercessors. Every one of us ought to pray to the heart of our Father about the protection of the USA because I believe we will be standing strong because, as it says in Revelation, right, the two wings of a great eagle lets us. But we have a job to know the information, how it fits in prophecies, so that we can intercede because we are God's kids. And I wanted to share that. But I came across this article, and if you go to foxnews.com and you scroll down to this article and you read the details, it's mind-blowing. Right. It's mind-blowing. And it is, it's, it's happening right here in our country. This is just one, one segment of it. In, in uh the state of montana and it's like you you read this and you go how how is the federal government allowing this well our administration right now is allowing a lot of garbage to go on to undermine us as a nation to weaken us as a nation and i personally believe as god's kids we ought to pray against this and bring down the will of our Father. He created the USA to be strong, to stand with Israel till his return. And we have a job to pray like you guys do all day long with letting people know about the prophecies because, number one, it does a lot of things. It opens up conversations with people. But like you said, the sad thing is because I talk about the Lord and prophecies in the supermarket wherever I had the opportunity, and a lot of people, it's just like they don't want to hear it.
0: Yeah, I mean and that's what?
6: a sad thing. So yeah. us that know it and 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 know the prophecies and and we see what's taking place. Our, to me, our main job is to encourage each other, not lose heart, and to keep praying for the USA. Amen. And I did that was in my heart to share with you.
0: Okay, well, thank you so much, Joe. And the thing is, Jesus did in Matthew twenty four say that we would uh, see famines in the end time, and. I'm watching the food shortages that they say are coming, and I'm wa- I am watching Bill Gates and other people buying up land, not just food production, but housing and all kinds of different things. And it does appear that it, there is a grand scheme b- behind it. I think a lot of it plays into the Great Reset that they're trying to do. It's world government, right. and it's all driven by Satan. But at the at end, end of sh- the day, it's all about control. If you knew... If you could create a food crisis, and I saw Bill Gates, I read an article the other day where he said something about everybody needs to get on um, some kind of synthetic food and all this other stuff. The thing is, Joe, what I do is I pray, Lord, let your kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And I believe that God will take care of my needs as a Christian. I don't fret over these things. The Lord said, you'll hear of wars and rumors of wars, but be not troubled. And so what I do is I pray for, that God's kingdom would come and that His will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I pray for the leaders of our country, even though I know they are completely way out there in left field somewhere. I pray for them and I ask God, because at the end of the day, I believe that the Bible says, take no thought which ye shall eat, drink, or wear. Your heavenly Father knows you have need of these things, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, all these things will be added unto you. Even if there was uh, a world governing situation where they were, had, there was a food crisis and things like that, I believe that God can sustain us in those, kind, in those times, just like he did the Israelites out in the wilderness. Now, that's Absolutely. just my faith level. Now, I know that a lot of people may not have the faith level that I have, because they've not lived through certain things that I've lived through with my father-in-law and, Seen the miracles of God, and some people are just saying, "What in the world's going on?" However, if you can attain the a, a level of faith and start trusting God and living for Him and be a spirit led individual and be a, a lead a Christian uh, life, I'm telling you, a lot of these things will they won't seem as dire as the news tries to make it out to be, and they are dire. I understand. I'm not negating that, but When it comes to the way it affects me, I'm just saying that I have faith in God. I know He's always brought us through many, many, many situations throughout my life. And I know if there's a problem in the future, He'll bring us through that as well. That's kind of how I look at it, Joe. I'm I'm, I'm thanking you for bringing this up because I know it's happening. Everybody knows it's happening. But it's really, how do I react to it as a Christian i 'm um, just telling everybody where i what my perspective is and what end time ministry 's perspective is uh going into the end time
6: well as you know being that i 'm an old dude sitting here in New York, I have a lot of time, and you know you guys you know how I feel about end time yeah you and Dave yes. and vince I love you guys you're you 're my family. And it's uh, it's our job to be who we are. Where each an individual has gone, we go through our individual things. And I recently, in the last few months, uh, came across this group, uh, Intercessors for for America, IFA, yeah. and I've joined into the online prayer times. Our job, as as you know, me putting things together, we have to know the prophecies. I shared that with with Irvin, when I spoke to him, that it, 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 it does a work in us. It gives us opportunity. It gives us strength. It encourages our faith. But we also have to encourage one another. Whatever I gain for myself, I have to share it with people. Right. And according to the scriptures, I believe that there's a, there's a, 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 an incredible blessings of the Lord God Almighty upon our nation to be a great light to this world. And as individual believers, we can, in small groups, in individuals, we can pray for the USA, yeah. pray for God's blessings and wisdom and how to negotiate through these daily problems, because I, I see it on the streets. You cannot believe how many homeless people are in New York. Oh, yeah. No one's talking about that. Right. I meet them just the other day. I met a young man and woman who were homeless, and the Lord... It had me share with them the truth of Jesus and pray with them and give them some money. And you see, that's what we're about, being God's light. But as a nation, I believe that we have a a sovereign call to share our burdens with each other. and, 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 And to be strong in the Lord means to be knit together. Because we each have our individual right. voice, you I, know. I, yeah,
0: I totally totally agree with you, Joe. I'm coming up on a break here, so I'm going to have to okay. let you go. I hate to do that. Um, God bless you. Amen. God bless you, my friend. And so, everybody, if you um, if you have any questions, you can reach me one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three, and uh, we'll get to your calls as soon as we get back from the break here. And then I got a, I got a couple announcements I didn't get to in the first hour. So uh, 1-877-363-8463, I do have some lines open and look forward to getting back to that on the other side of the break.
2: Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war or floundering economies, end time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty?
0: couple quick announcements next weekend, not tomorrow, but next weekend, August 6th and 7th, I'll be back down in Marrero, Louisiana, doing a prophecy conference. I know a lot of you uh, attend that conference. We've had packed conferences throughout the years. And on August 6th, from 6 to 8 p.m., I'll be teaching uh, Satan's, uh, and the Antichrist Socialistic Kingdom. And it's been a great lesson. I think you'll really enjoy it. And then Sunday morning from 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m., I'll be doing Breaking Prophetic Fulfillments. We'll have a Q&A session. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I look forward to seeing you back down in Morero. It's the same church we've always been at, First Pentecostal Church, West Bank, 3200 Ames Boulevard in Marrero. So look forward to seeing you down there. And also... My wife tells me that we've had three spots open up on our tour this September. We had it full and then we had some, some unforeseen circumstances and some people had to cancel. So if I know it's short notice, you'd have to have a passport and everything. But if you did want to go this September on the tour to Israel with us, call my wife, Jana, or call Brittany here at End Time, one 800 363 8463, and uh, maybe you can get in on the tour. If not, we've already got a lot of people booked up for spring, and so we look forward to going both times. But if you want to go in, in September, give them a call over the next couple of days because I think they're getting ready to ticket, and we need to get those names in. Uh, if you'd like to wait till spring, hey, then go with us in the spring. But it's an opportunity. we got three spots that have just opened up on this September tour. Uh, some things happened that people couldn't help. And so that's how it is. And if you'd like to go, there's some spots. Okay, again, I got a few spots open, uh, 1-877-363-8463. let us go straight to Gene in Texas. God bless Gene. Welcome to End of the Age.
4: Hey, hey, Dave, can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Okay, all right, I'm going to try and keep this short, sweet, simple. So you guys covered the two witnesses uh, about a month ago or two months ago, um, but I don't remember Doug. Uh, quoting Malachi four five, uh, you know, if you want to read that, just so we're, you know, you can catch everybody up.
0: Yeah. Malachi four five says, "Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming um, of the great and dreadful day of the Lord." Okay. Yes.
4: It tells us what we need to know, right? So we know that Elijah's coming as as one of the two witnesses. I just that's that's proof right there. Um,
0: well. So thing, a- actually, actually, it's not, Gene, because Jesus was speaking earlier in the Gospels, and he said that we know that the the Elijah hath already come, and he was referring to John. He came in the spirit of Elijah, and he was. And, and they, the Bible says the disciples knew that he was talking about John. So Jesus was saying that prophecy had already been fulfilled two thousand years ago. So the two witnesses that are coming. It does the bible does not prove in Malachi four or five that that would be elijah okay. if, I think it, but i
4: just I saw that and I wanted to you know bring that up if, if yeah yeah if doug yeah so anyway uh my other uh concern i guess and, and and I know you guys have a wide a wide audience, a wide array I know a lot of your listeners you know um are, are church going folks like like my, myself but I wanted to cover something that I kind of, kind of opened my eyes. And of course, I'm sure you know Second Timothy, you know, 3 and 5. And of course, that's the, uh, you know, where I believe, you know, Paul in his letter to Timothy is, is talking about, you know, um, you know, in the last days that, 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 you know, men should be lovers of, you know, selves Um, you know, the most know, thing to get to here is, is, uh, verse 5 where it says having a form of godliness, but denying the power of thereof. Yeah. From such turn away. So. I'm going to try and present this as, as clear as I can, but it just kind of opened my eyes to what what I was walking in, if you
0: will. Okay.
4: Um, and, and so I like you know you know music, right? And I like a lot of the you know the the real bassy stuff that you know we call dance music, right? And so dance music has a culture that you know has peace, love, unity, respect. That's kind of like a I'd say like a something they stand on, if you will. But knowing that you know peace, love you know, in, in you know, united, if you will, you know, that these are these are attributes from God. So having a form of godliness, but then denying the power thereof from such turn away, it just kind of, I just want to let you know that, that, you know, the Bible still works. You know what I mean? It, yeah. And I'm sure you agree. Right. I'm sure you agree 100%. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I mean, yeah. So I, I think what this is referring to here um, in Second Timothy 3, 5, now I know you can make it say a lot of things and and kind of try to tie it into your situation. But what it's referring to here, it's talking about people that... So a form of godliness, a Christian individual. Jesus said when they asked him, what's going to be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? He said, take heed that no man will deceive you, for many will come in my name deceiving many. There will be people that are saying, hey, I'm a Christian, look at me. But yet they have a deceptive message. So when um, the Apostle Paul is writing to Timothy here... He says that there will be those, there's going to be perilous times in the end times. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, da, da, da. He gets down to five and he says, there will be those that have a form of godliness but deny the power thereof. When a true Christian has the power of the Holy Ghost flowing through them, people see that. And they know that this individual is teaching teaching the truth. But there are people that say they're a Christian on the earth today but have no power. They have the, it says they have the form of godliness, but deny its power. And so I believe that this is referring to people who say, hey, I'm a Christian, but when you see how they live and the things they do, their fruits. I mean, it's like having an apple tree, but then the, the apple tree says, hey, I'm going to produce lemons. That doesn't work.
3: And right. so a Christian
0: that says they're a Christian, but there's no power you know, uh, from that to, to live as a Christian individual... That simply doesn't make sense there. And so I think that's what this is referring to um, from my perspective.
7: That's, that's awesome. I just
4: want to you know, fire back quickly. That just confirms, you know, in Matthew 28 when Jesus curses the fig tree because it doesn't produce any fruit.
8: And
7: right. then in
4: Matthew 14 when, when we're talking about a good tree can only bear good fruit, likewise a bad tree, you know, good fruit. That's, yeah. just, that's awesome. Thank you, Dave. All I'm right, let you Gene. That up. Thank, Thank you much you for the call,
0: my friend. God bless you. I'm a
4: dedicated listener, you know, watcher. Keep doing what you're doing.
0: God bless y'all. Thank you much, my friend. Have a great weekend. Let's go to John in Kuwait. God bless John. Welcome to End of the Age. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm tremendous, my friend. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Thank you for the good work
9: you're doing and your and passion and teaching about the end times. Uh, My
0: my question
9: to you, Dave, is about the sixth Sixth trumpet war. Yes, sir. In many of your uh, your radio programs, you have said that the sixth trumpet war originates from the Euphrates region. Yes, and primarily because you know the uh, demons, I mean the four spirits, evil spirits, which are you know kept kept in confinement in, the, in that region are released
0: yes. from there. Yes, sir.
9: My question is: okay, that is a place of confinement, the Euphrates region. But the spirits can, you know, I mean, since the Sixth Trumpet War the world war, it can originate from any other place. I mean, does it scripturally say that it has to start from the Euphrates region? Yeah, and, so uh, that is.
0: My, yeah, John, yeah. it says that to loose the four angels bound in the great river Euphrates for to kill a third part of mankind. So from what it says right there in scripture, it will emanate out of that region. There are four nations that house the Euphrates. And you're in Kuwait, so you know this as good as anybody, that it's housed in Turkey, Syria, Iraq, and then right there where the Tigris River and the Euphrates meet, it forms about the last 50, 60 miles of the border between Iran and Iraq right there. And so there are four nations that house that river, and the Bible says there are four angels bound in the great river Euphrates, and when they're loosed, their job is to kill one-third of the part of mankind. It does not mean that that whole region is going to be destroyed, because we know that Turkey and Iran will be involved in the world governing army that comes down against Israel at the Battle of Armageddon. So they're not going to be wiped out, but from Scripture it looks like that that comes from the, it originates at the Euphrates River region, yes. But uh, Dave, I mean, that is just a place of confinement, the Euphrates uh,
9: River but, I mean, the spirits can, you know, go and create a war anywhere across the world. Because, I, have, I mean, can't this Ukraine war, because it's already six months down the line, and it says in the Bible that, you know, it will be a year and a, you know, yeah a month and a day. Yes. So, uh, uh, I mean, it possibly could be from any other region. That was my question. So, I yeah. mean, even though they're confined there, does the war have to start from uh, Euphrates region?
0: Yeah, so in, in my opinion, and well, of course, my father-in-law, Irvin Baxter, he taught all this long before I was ever even here. But he, uh, that was it, it, that was his opinion. Now, and that's it, it. Looks like from Scripture that that is the case. Now, if for some reason that um, you know, it, it says that they're bound in the great River Euphrates, but it's going to start in China. I mean, I don't see that happening. Is that possible? I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's going to be uh, a, a, the J, another JCPOA situation, a joint comprehensive plan of action, a nuclear uh, agreement signed, and then that brings China in. I mean, I, I don't know how it's going to happen. All I can tell you is that the Bible says that they are bound in the Great River Euphrates, and they're going to be loosed from that area. Now... If you can possibly read into that where they're going to come out of that river and then go to China or Uruguay or someplace and start a war, I mean, maybe that's the case. I don't see that according to scripture. That's all I can go off of, John.
7: Yeah, okay.
0: Yes.
9: Sir. So do you, I mean, the present Ukraine war, I mean, it has all the ingredients for, you know, spreading across the region and, you know, uh, going into a larger conflict. So you do you by any chance feel that this could be, you know, connected to the Sixth
0: Trumpet by any case. Yeah, so I don't see currently how Russia and Ukraine could spill into a... Again, it's possible unless NATO and the United States and everything got involved, you know, and then Russia, the United States, they control 90% of the world's nuclear arsenal. Yeah, you're talking about World War Three. However, Russia is still going to be there. To lead the charge against Israel at the Battle of Armageddon, I don't see Russia heavily involved in World War III at this point, uh, because they still have to be there. Even Iran has to be there. Uh, in in uh, Ezekiel chapter thirty-eight, Gog and Magog—that's Russia. Togarma is Turkey. Persia is Iran. They're going to, and they, and it's talking right now. Uh, there are news articles about the Russian-Turkey-Iran alliance. I mean, I'm sure you've heard about it. You're living right there in Kuwait. So um, it could spill over into a World War III situation, but it's highly unlikely. I mean, you're talking about a third of the world's population being destroyed in this World War III situation, Six Trumpet War. Mm -hmm. And so it's got to bring in some of the major population centers. Russia is all about Russia, Ukraine, NATO, Europe. Europe is going to be intact in the end time. That's where the Antichrist will have his power base. The, the seat of world government will be in Europe. So I don't see them being destroyed. So when you look at this, these prophecies, you've got to look at every prophecy and get the big picture of what's really going on. Russia's going to be a player. Turkey, the, the Europe, the United States will be a player on behalf of Israel in the end time. All the way to the Battle of Armageddon. China, India, some of them nations, they're not even mentioned at all. And those are the major population centers on the planet. So it appears that a lot of the casualties will come from that region over there. What specific nations are involved in that war? I cannot give you a scriptural answer, John.
9: Yeah, Thank you so much, Dave.
0: All right, my friend. God bless you and thank you for calling. I know that's a long way away. And I want to say God bless you in the future, too, as well, uh, as you navigate the waters just ahead in that region. Uh, God bless you, my friend. Okay, everybody, we'll go straight back to the phones when we get back, and we'll get to as many as we can uh, before the end of the program and try to keep them as short as possible. (laughs) Thank you very much, and God bless.
10: I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon-coming king out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner.
0: All right, everybody. We're going straight back to the phones. Let's go to... Shaquita, I hope I pronounced that right. Shaquita in Louisiana.
11: Are you doing the Shaquita? Um, Shaquita, I, I, I apologize. You. No, you're fine. Um, I wanted to applaud you first on doing the baptism in Jesus' name because that is so important as a lot of people don't practice it and don't believe in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But I do have a question for you. The Bantu tribe, is that considered the tribe of Judah?
0: What was the tribe again?
11: the bantu tribe to many um black people in america they we are believing that there's an awakening of spirit uh-huh and many are considering themselves
6: jewish
0: okay
11: and um is that the church of satan or is that what can what can you tell me about about what i'm asking you or do you know anything about it
0: yeah i would say uh, as far as the the bantu tribe i've never heard of that ever And so I don't know specifically about, you know, are they Jewish or not. I know that there are um, Africans that are Jewish and that some of them have made Aliyah back to Israel. And so as far as there being an awakening here in the United States, people saying that they're Jewish, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. All I know is, is that um, I've had these conversations with a few people over time and I believe that the people that are in Israel are the people that God gathered back there and that they are Jewish. As far as the color and some of the people that migrated, the Jews that went south and different things, I don't really, I've never really studied all that, Shakita, and so I, I don't know really how to speak to it. I've know i I've had people say that, well, the black races are really Jewish and things like that. I've never really studied that. However... I know that God, Ezekiel 37 said that God would miraculously gather Jews back that have been scattered all over the world back to the land of Israel. That happened miraculously after World War II. The Jews were gathered back and God established the nation of Israel. What color the people are supposed to be there, I believe God draws them back and if they're black, white, Jewish, they're going to be Jewish, but I'm just saying the different colors of skin I don't know the answer to that. All I know is, is I'm believing that God brought them people back, and I want to see them going to heaven. I don't care what color they are. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I don't get caught up in race and different. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not saying anything about the question you're asking, but God loves everybody. The Bible says, "Man looks on the outward appearance; God looks on the heart." I, Dave Robbins, am concerned about the heart. Are you born again? Are you going to heaven? I don't care what color, what nationality, whether you're living under a bridge or you're a billionaire. I want to see everybody go to heaven. That's what I concern myself with, Shakita.
11: Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate that. You have a blessed
0: day. All right. And you as well. God bless you, my friend. Okay. Let's go to Scott in Illinois. God bless Scott. Welcome to End
7: of the Age. Hey, how are you doing, Brother Robbins? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. I'll try to keep this brief. Yeah. I just wanted to talk about the book Brother Baxter wrote. I guess early two thousands, uh, China War in the Third Temple. Yep. I read that probably fifteen or twenty years ago, yep. and I uh, just revisited it, and I'm really amazed at the parallels that I'm seeing, and right. now with the current escalation in in uh, the, the verbal altercations between China and Pelosi visits, possibly visiting Taiwan. Right. And then he, he, you know, Xi Jinping was telling Biden not to get involved in Taiwan. You know. Mm-hmm. Pretty threatening words, basically. Yeah. Did, do you recall ever having any conversations with Brother Baxter? Because I was really amazed when I read this 15 years, years ago or so. He used the, the term, uh, used the name Benson as president. Yeah. And I thought that was so interesting because, I mean, it's because of George, Biden. pretty close to Biden. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Brother <clears throat> Baxter always called it a faction book. Yeah. And I remember he always had a, he wasn't sure if the, the, the uh, sixth Trump war was going to happen first or. The uh, peace trees, but right. in the book, he lays out a scenario where the peace trees were going along, yeah. kind of like Trump did. He had all these nations joining, and then it was interrupted, and then there was a war. Yeah, and then it got back on track. Well, Biden just recently, you know, as, as you know, with Israel, right, and and openly called for like a two state solution. Yes. So it's really interesting to me. It's all happening under Biden. Did Brother Baxter ever seem to you? do you ever recall any conversations where? God just dropped that name in his lap because I think that's pretty interesting. The whole thing, I mean, it's going yeah. perfectly to me. It's just like you can open the, your newspaper, you can open this book, and it's just hand in glove. I mean, like, yeah. And uh, I mean, he had something there, so I just want to see what you thought about that and get right. some feedback on it. And when you think the most likely scenario is for a possible war, I'm wondering. As much as I hate to say it, maybe before midterms, I keep having this feeling, and I don't know now with all this talk, you just wonder from day to day.
0: Yeah. You know,
7: and I apologize for my voice. I've been a little under the weather. Yeah. joined the club. I had COVID last week. So, so I might've too. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get it, a check, but they're saying it's just a common cold. now. But Robert, this is fascinating to me. And he's yeah. the term, he named Benton. I mean, when I read that 15 years ago, I thought that's a strange name for a president. And then yeah. we got Biden all of a sudden, you know,
0: I, I totally agree. The thing is, is that back uh, 20 years ago or so, when he wrote the book, <clears throat> I don't think he fully understood the Revelation nine verse thirteen to sixteen and how it would emanate from that region, because I, I know the book China War in a Third Temple, and he gave a scenario with China where uh, you remember Shanghai Shek took all of China's gold, went to Taiwan, right. and yep. China said, "Hey, Taiwan's our uh, part of our country anyway, and it's one China," and all that stuff. So yep. Yep. the thing is, is that. I don't think... My father-in-law understood the peace agreement, and I think he he knew about a World War III, but I don't think he recognized the fact that it would be just Turkey, Syria, Iraq, and Iran and originate from that region. He knew it was the Euphrates River War, but then he came up with the scenario because it looked hot and heavy back then with China and Taiwan. They were just rattling the sabers, saying, we're going to take over Taiwan. Um, And, of course, they haven't done that yet. Now, I understand what's going on right now with... um, Pelosi saying, "Hey, I'm going to go to Taiwan," and China saying, "Hey, don't do that. That's a provocation. Uh, we're going to invade and take over and everything." And uh, now the United States is saying they're going to make sure that militarily we protect and and that uh, Nancy Pelosi is going to have a safe trip, things like that. The thing is, is that a China war in Taiwan that may happen. Will it lead to World War Three? If the United States goes in, that's possible. Could they settle it diplomatically? That's possible. Anything's possible at this point. The only thing I can do sitting here at End Time Ministries as the voice, one of the voices at End Time Ministries, is give scriptural answers, Scott. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that the loose the four angels bound in the great river Euphrates. Now, since then, I have sat with Irvin Baxter on television shows, interviews, open line programs. I've sat with him through doing uh, DVDs. And since then, he has taught that the origin of the World War III will be, from what we know in Scripture, will be from the Euphrates River region. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I don't know what will happen with China and Taiwan. It's a lot of speculation, but there's been a lot of speculation about that for decades now. Like you say, he wrote the book 15, 20 years ago, and it still hasn't happened yet. So who knows what will happen there. All I can do is give scriptural answers because I know these prophecies in the Bible are going to come to pass in intricate detail. God's already seen all this stuff play out. The only thing I can do uh, is give a scriptural answer and it looks like to me that it comes from the Euphrates River region. Again, China may come in on on a a United States-Iran nuclear conflict and that's what kicks off World War III. At this point, Scott... I simply have to tell you, I do not know, even though, like you say, Benton and Biden are awful close. No, the whole close. thing is
6: just
7: amazing to me, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you go after this, but I can see a scenario. You know, a lot of countries take opportunities, there's Yeah, It could happen from your greatest river, and China can see their opportunity and, and go after Taiwan. I just think this book's yeah. got a lot more weight there than people need to probably visit this book because it, to me it's it's pretty incredible. But yeah. You guys are doing a great job. Thanks so much. Have a good weekend.
0: Thank you my friend. You too, Scott. And listen, Scott, I totally agree with you. There could be a flashpoint in the Middle East somewhere and China says, well, hey, because of what uh, Russia and U- Russia was willing to get by in the international community, they got by with invading um, Ukraine and Iran got by with getting a nuclear weapon finally, and hey, we're going to attack Taiwan. That could be a scenario that plays out. Again, at this point, it's all speculation, and I want everybody to know that we're simply speculating, but the prophecies are not speculating, and so I'm going to stick as close to them as possible. I love to speculate, but I want everybody to know when I speculate and when I know things for a fact, and at this point, who participates in the war, I simply do not know. I want you to know that up front. Okay, let's go to Sandy in Kansas. God bless Sandy. Welcome to End of the Age.
8: Hi, Dave. How are you? I've been, I'm good. I'm good. glad you're better.
0: Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much. I feel wonderful.
8: Uh, oh, I bet it does. I've been wondering about a scripture. We took the Prophecy uh, College by bi- the Bible Prophecy Bible College. Yeah. And learned a lot, and I learned about Germany and the different Reichs, and one of those uh, Reichs was the Wounded Head. Yes, it was fatally wounded but was healed. Yes, but I'm confused about the scripture in, in Revelation chapter 13, and I never could find where Brother Baxter talked about it because I went back and looked again. Uh, this is a chapter where the beast, uh, world system, is coming out of the sea you know, with the the ten horns and the name of blasphemy and all that. Yes. And then in chapter um, 11, I mean, in verse 11, it says, Another beast coming out of the earth came up, two horns like a lamb, and spake like a
0: prophet. Yes.
8: Uh, Paul the prophet. Yes. And then 12 says he exercises all the power of the first beast before him, which would be the Antichrist, I'm guessing. Yes. And caused the earth, and then with... Dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. Mm-hmm. Well, that was one of the Reichs that was had the deadly wounds. So correct. I'm wondering, is the uh, is the Pope the false prophet trying to get people to worship that world system because it said he's trying to get them to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was
7: healed?
0: Yep, that that's absolutely what it, exactly what it means, Sandy. In Revelation Revelation 13, 1 and 2, there's a seven-headed, ten-horned beast. There's four four heads for the leopard, one head for the bear, one head for the lion, and then there's the ten-horned beast. Seven-headed, ten-horned beast. One of the heads is the Third Reich of Germany, Hitler's famous Third Reich. There was Charlemagne, Otto von Bismarck, um, Hitler, and then now the Fourth and Richest Reich Rising. The wound that was, it was, the beast was wounded nigh unto death. That was the Berlin Wall, the nation of Germany. And then the Berlin Wall was torn down. The deadly wound was healed. When, so from Revelation 13, 1 through 8, it's referring to the world government and the Antichrist, the leader of that world government. From Revelation 13, 11 through 15, that's the second beast. It's talking about the world religious system and the false prophet that will come into power. And the Bible says mm-hmm. here, that this world religious system and the false prophet will exercise the authority of the first beast, the world government and the Antichrist, in his presence to cause the earth and them to worship him, and the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. It's referring to the world government. That's what the seven-headed, 10 horn beast is symbolic of, the world government that's right now mm. being established. It was wounded nine to death, one of the heads. That's exactly what uh, Revelation 13, 12 was referring to. The false prophet, his entire goal will be to gather the religions of the world to get them to worship or pledge allegiance to the Antichrist and his world governing system. Okay. Yes.
8: Okay, so then in 14 when it says, They should make an image to the beast who had the wound by the sword and did live... So the image of the beast has something to do with the world system,
0: is that right? Yeah, and the Antichrist, mostly the Antichrist, yes. We don't know what it'll be, but we know it has to do with
8: that.
0: That's absolutely correct.
8: Okay, thank you, Dave. Very good.
0: Thank you, Sandy. God bless you. Have a great weekend. And wow, man, our time's gone already. Um, Thank you guys for the call. You guys have a great weekend. God bless. Looking forward to next week.